0: Hi, this is Alessia and you're listening to Cloud Watcher Udo podcast. Hope you enjoy.
1: Hi, everybody. That was Sugar by Alicia from her EP Sugar. Now, let's listen in to the podcast.
0: Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Sorry, I can't laugh, really.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll try to stop you from laughing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, had a little nose operation. You can't see anything, but it's inside.
2: Yeah. Here,
0: uh because i couldn't breathe before now it's healing up and i should be able to breathe properly then after
1: yeah i'd say that was like a pretty important thing that you could actually breathe because it's like we do that all the time
2: <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah
1: oh my god yeah. but um you're looking well apart from that Thanks, thanks. <laughs> I'm well, good, um, yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cloud Watcher in the podcast. It's so lovely to have you here. Uh, I'm just, uh, I have to say upfront, I'm definitely a fan of you and your music. Uh, I love your EP, Sugar. Um, that's really fantastic.
0: Thanks so much. <laughs> that's so kind.
1: Um, What was the inspiration for the the EP?
0: Um, So basically in 2020, in summer, I was um, back in Switzerland stuck because of COVID and I was writing a lot, a lot of music and the whole album Sugar is basically about this one guy I've met in the summertime um, from like feeling, you know, feeling a bit in love and a bit like getting these butterflies to maybe something even more and then unfortunately it's not the right thing so you go through the pain and I was then going back to London again and uh obviously it was it was kind of weird it was not a relationship but it was uh, there was still kind of I was still feeling love sick yeah and out of this I wrote music and basically, throughout this whole journey that I went through, feeling a bit in love, and maybe a bit more, and then even though after, you know, the, the love sickness um, influenced my whole, yeah, my whole album.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that that's a theme that um goes through throughout music, um, which is you know um either break break breakups or sad sad something can inspire the 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 artist. And after that become great lyrics, come great songs. Do you think there's ever a time when um, happiness or happy songs can also drive an artist to produce great music as well?
0: Yeah, so for me, um, I personally, even if I was love sick, you know, I did not write these sad songs and like, oh, how sad life is, but I tried to pick out the the good thing of being sick so i was learning to cope my feelings i was learning to to understand myself much better and even so in general my whole message i want to give with my songs is uh that i can that even if there's a bad situation or a bad something bad happens in life then um i try to capture the good out of it you know i'm trying to capture what do we learn out of it uh, so um uh, I'm sure we could we could take um happy moments especially for me it really yeah I could capture them and put them in songs yeah.
1: Fantastic. Now I one one of the tracks that I like is Un- unstoppable. Can, can, unstoppable. Can you can 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 you tell me more about that? Like like where you came up with the idea for it and was it finished song as close to what what was in your head.
0: Yeah, so unstoppable is a is a really uh, fun question about that one. So I was literally because back in Switzerland I have a real piano and it usually it it is easier for me to write on a like on a normal piano instead of a keyboard. I don't know why. It probably it's just more more creative or I don't know what happens. But I. I sat on the piano for that song, and I started to to play around the chords I had in my mind and I had this this word unstoppable and um um yeah, that we feel it's unstoppable when we're together, um even though maybe it was just on my side, maybe I don't know <laughs> maybe it was maybe not, but um, I wrote that song on um how we felt when we're together. And then that word fireworks came up to me that you know when you're together with someone that you really like, it feels like it's so perfect, it's so powerful. Um so I tried to capture this in in one song. And um I tried to ex I tried to use less lyrics in the verses, yeah, and to make the course actually quite big with the words, what what, what they saying, yeah.
1: So what would you say is your um if there was a calling card for Alicia's music which is the song that you would say that's the song that that people should listen to
0: yeah i think sugar for the uh, like for sure because sugar is one of my favorites yeah i think also when we played live cuz sugar uh, was about you know it's kind of it's kind of Fair to say, but in 2020, when everybody was in lockdown in yeah. Switzerland, we were partying, we were clubbing, everything was normal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was basically getting inspired from these nights, you know, partying, having fun, and we be out with this guy and stuff. But it was, yeah, I mean, the whole group and everything. So my producer friend, Boyan Borisov. I said to him, I want to write an 80s track similar to like a feel like Dua Lipa. Um, she released her album um, last year in February. February, And that's why I got really like, I want to do something like this. Let's try it out. And when he sent this to me, I was like, this is the one, man. I think this is going to be one of the best songs ever. So I wrote this song. And in the first, actually, I was a bit scared to kind of, You know come on the same level because the track itself was so powerful and i was a bit scared that i might not be able to um, make such good lyrics to fit the track so i was putting myself a bit under pressure and then i i started listening to the track a few times um until i felt very comfortable with what i had in mind I, i mean that word sugar just came up straight away and um yeah, sugar is definitely, everybody got to listen to that.
1: <laughs> so what would you say are the themes and the driving force be behind your music? Because I know that you said that there was inspiration from a relationship, but 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 there's definitely more to that though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, so this, um, well, in general, you know, I could write, complete different songs uh, for different genres and stuff as a songwriter but as an artist obviously you kind of need to identify yourself you can't just write all different songs and then fans they like what now she's a rock artist and now she is a funk or what does she do now so they they need to identify you know and over the last two years i could identify myself a lot with disco pop 80s funk kind of music um, just because also when I think about performing this music you know I, I, I'm a performer and I love to go in a different kind of performing element in a way that I, I just I just like performing and going crazy so and I definitely think um, my whole what I want to write about is I always want to take the positive out of something even if it's bad or something but in general you know you you could give me something i don't know what i could write a song about it you know um (laughs) we had once at university because i do actually a bachelor degree in songwriting um in london yeah um and we once needed to write a song about an object so you need to just take any object and write a song about it like how does it look how does it smell what's the form like anything and i decided to take a spider because i'm really afraid of spiders i hate spiders so i tried to kind of capture a spider and i wrote a song about it it tells basically about um basically a spider does so much work you know I started to kind of think so much about like a spider's life but they make so much work to kind of come from one point to the other and if there's just like us like a human being someone that is not um looking after where they walk or so the whole work is gone so there's just like they did so much work you know to make the spider web yeah and it is in a millisecond it could just be over basically and i try to yeah put that into a song obviously like it's not not gonna be something that i'm gonna put out but it's it's sometimes funny as well to just ta- take songwriting as a, a kind of a psychology 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 yeah
2: yeah
0: um, yeah uh therapy like you know whatever is in my mind so i can write down and i have sometimes i just write it down sometimes it comes into a song together yeah i mean lots of things i can write to you
1: <laughs> i love the fact that you do take not just like you know your stance and inspiration from you know movies or books etc cetera, etc cetera, or other music but you can actually take you know in real life you know like like you know you know uh, an arachnoid you know a spider or this that inspires you and then you you think so deeply about the journey of a spider as well from from beginning to end and it, obviously it does have par- par parallels for us because you know the, the thread that we have is the thread of life you know from beginning to the end and we yeah. don't know where that journey is going to be what's going to disrupt it what's going to change and yeah. it's like, how do, you, how do you cope? How do you cope with change? I mean, there's been a lot of change during lockdown. How have you coped?
2: Um,
0: yeah, so the first lockdown, as I said, I was in Switzerland, that was not very bad for me. Um, after that, I came back to London, and straight after that, um, no, actually first there was two few weeks there was like normal life again in what was it yeah that was pretty okay and then um beginning of 21 it was locked down again so um i was stuck here in london with my flatmates it was not too bad we had quite good good times and we did a lot of music but at some times i felt kind of stopped you know like it was out of my my uh um, power basically yeah. And what it learned me so much, I mean, I was always this kind of person that I need to know where I'm going to, I need to know, I need to plan, you know, ahead. I need to know. And sometimes, and I learned a lot through this pandemic, uh, you can't always plan it because it's gonna change anyway again. So I just try to make, you know, I tried to make so much music I wrote. Uh, over the first lockdown, I think a hundred songs, you know, wow. Um, I wrote so much and because I had this time for development and I can now tell you exactly what I, I am, you know, as an artist and who I am and I want to be, um, which I could see this lockdown kind of forced me to really focus on it, just write as much as I could. And then it basically made me you know some songs i felt comfortable with because the message and the feeling that i got from them and others they were like no this is not really a thing that i want to talk about it you know but it just obviously again it's just something that i like i i wrote about it but not every song that i write needs to go public you know if you you know what i mean so obviously it's like yeah it, it helped me in some ways a lot but now, I, I mean, at some point now, we just need to stop doing this and I can't wait to go back on stage. Although I got to say last summer 21, I was on my first tour ever during lockdown as well. Like,
1: oh, wow, that's an achievement in itself because I know a few, a few artists really struggled through the transition from being actually just doing vir- virtual you know, lockdown sessions to actually going back on stage actually interacting with fans because Mm -hmm. it was that whole um, thing of thinking this is what i used to do can i still do it can i still connect with artists do i know how to use my voice do i know how to use my guitar do i know how to interact oh really you know (laughs) So so that was an interesting aspect that I found just be speaking to, to other artists. But obviously, you know, you know, for, for yourself, if you've you you know, once you're on stage, do you become a different person? Do you become a different stage per persona? Is there Alicia who's speaking to me now? Is that the same person who goes out on stage?
0: Yeah, I think I am very much myself, um, because Obviously now I'm a bit blocked up and stuff, <laughs> but I'm very I'm very natural and I like to party myself and I'm very honest. And what you said, for example, there are people maybe being afraid of going back again. You know, these thoughts, they would never enter my, my head, you know, all these negative thoughts of, yeah. am I able to do this? No, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just gonna do it, you know? You know, how many people told me in the beginning of last year, 21 i said to them i'm gonna go on my first tour switzerland this year with my band and everybody was like yeah but how are you gonna f- like how are you gonna do this like there's gonna be so I'm like no i can do this And I, they were like people oh you know but money wise how are you gonna like pay the the flights for everybody I'm like no worries i can do this and we covered all the we, we covered all the flights all the the covid tests we needed to include as well and we had a great time as a band in in switzerland in summer and um yeah so i just did it
1: <laughs> that's fantastic no I'm, I'm i'm just in awe of your spirit your in ingenuity you're just like okay you know what i know there's a hundred people tell, tell, telling me no but me by myself I believe in myself and i'm just going to do it i'm just going to do it do, do it
2: yeah
1: that's just amazing so yeah. when 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 you're on stage can can you even describe that feeling? feeling when, when when you're in the midst of singing your songs to 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 the crowd
0: yeah so you know uh wow so on on tuesday the 11th of Chattery and on the 12th, we have a gig, both dates. You can check them out on my my website, actually. And yeah, I mean, I can't wait, you know, it's just fantastic. I love the whole communication with my band. They all amazing musicians. And because we have the same focus and we have the same plans, you know, it makes it now so much easier to say, okay. We have the same goals we want to go and travel around the world with making music so we you know and and it's it's always so it's always so cute where we like in the back backstage room or or we outside talking with each other before the gig everybody gets so excited and it's it's not a negative exciting you know like oh i'm afraid of going out everybody gets this adrenaline kick of like now we're gonna play live and then it's so much fun on stage and now we have we have so much like this connection built up that we know in case something goes wrong that we know how to react with each other you know and lately people just know my songs so they sing along with with my songs which is like crazy because it's the (laughs) audience Random people singing my songs and I'm like, what's going on?
2: This is crazy, yeah.
1: That that must be just the best feeling. Now, yeah, it's how, how do you um manage to because it's one thing making your music music music. You're uh in the studio, but what changes when you play live? What 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 gets taken out? Taken away? What gets added? to the live performance
0: yeah that's that's a really interesting um question because with sugar with album we were just my producer and me at home basically
2: yeah because
0: it was locked down we couldn't use studios stuff so that was more of an electric version so when it comes to live, we needed to find kind of a way to play live that it sounds Similar or we added for example Unstoppable sounds life a bit different because I like I like to have the drummer using more toms than yeah. rather having a straight just beat through the song it gives a bit more life to it. And um when it comes to the live performance with sugar, uh the song um my my bandmates they're going to sing, you know, when it comes sugar sugar, they sing it. <laughs> So it it gets very hyped every every time they they sing it, and um, with the with the album I'm working on now, um, we already write new music itself. Um, I want them, I am bringing the whole band into the studio because I like to have you know their approach to the songs as well because sometimes it's cool. I write the songs and then the producer does something as well, which is amazing, and then maybe the drummer has just something that sounds so unique to him because when i hear him playing i can tell him oh that's toby that's him you know or the guitarist oh he he wrote that part that's so cool so that's really um the next thing we want to work on yeah so in
1: 2021 if if i've got this right you you released 11 sing singles that's like one a
0: month. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't check this out, to be honest. <laughs> you're right. Yes, um, I did release uh, collaborations just because in 2020 I I wrote, you know, I wrote with like 50 different people yeah. over Zoom because uh, I realized that Working with different people gives me so much for myself, because if you go into a writing session with someone you never met, you need to kind of know who you are, that you can know like how you both can interact with each other. And in the beginning, obviously, if you write with people, they have the same amount of experience with writing with other people as I have. It's kind of difficult. But at some point, I could lead the sessions and then I was like, okay, you could feel easily at very quickly if this collaboration is going to go somewhere like somewhere with a song that we can maybe release or maybe no maybe i mean there's so many songs i wrote with people all over the world and they've never been like anywhere because unfortunately people not reliable or they just disappear or you know it's always life this happens a lot but With these songs, they came out with, uh, for example, Nice. He did a remix of Sugar. And actually, this month, we're going to release another tune that we have written together. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's called Funky Bones. (laughs) I love it! (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's like kind of disco, new disco, you know? And um, yeah, I can't wait for this one. And Then I have written lots of other things with collaborators, just because I want to show I can write different tunes, you know, I can write ballads, I can write more bit of a rock song or whatever. Um, So, yeah.
1: So, through these memory collaborations, were there actual songs that, and those collaborations, you thought, yes. This is magic. This is the, this is the one. And then were you able to actually transform those into real songs?
0: Yeah, so there is still, for example, if you listen to Never Trust the Man Again, um, yeah. this is <laughs> this is um, but you can
1: trust me, really.
0: <laughs> I do, I do. No, I mean seven years. Uh he it's a funny story with him. I met him. Um, he met me on the open mic in London, and I said my Instagram name, but and then he followed me. I've never met him. Like I've he, he was listening to me, so i did I didn't pay attention to it. That was in two thousand nineteen. Okay, oh, wow. Then a year later, I think he released a song, and I was like, because then I followed him on Instagram as well, and I was like, wow, well, this song is. This song is legendary, like so good. I think we need to write a song together. He's like, cool, let's do it. So he is ever since lockdown happened, he left, he went back to Greece because he's for for Greece. But before he left, he lived a house next to me. Which we didn't know.
1: How crazy. (laughs) You were following on social media. But we yeah. lived right next to each other. Yes. That's insane.
0: I live in number 17 and he lived in number 19. <laughs> but now, yeah, I know, it's crazy. So we found this out because one day I posted a story of, of my street. And he's yeah. like, oh, I know this street. It's this, this this street. I was like, oh, this is a bit crazy. You are in Greece. How do you know? And he's like, well, I live there. And so we found out and then we wrote the song never trust a man again which is just uh, w- where i found like whatever i wrote with him he- he's a legend so seven years we wrote another song hopefully it's going to come out this year at some point because he and myself we we're both very busy and um kill my vibe is the song is called kill my vibe um, mm-hmm. which hopefully is going to come out soon and after that i asked him if he he might be up for writing more music together for you know just writing like constantly if there's a good song we we talk about it maybe yeah. using it for my album or so, and he's like yes cool let's do this so we have been uh writing quite a bit together over the last few months and he is a co-writer for my album and then there is another guy called Chris Quick, I met him also online over a um how's it called great escape online festival it was last year online yeah and we were there both like just connecting with people you know and i asked him yeah if he's up for writing a song and he's based in leeds so and i'm in london so we yeah. wrote over zoom as well and it was like yeah um let's just you know try to write i mean you you don't know this person like you need to know first a bit more about like personalities like and after we start writing we have now written three songs which are gonna be really amazing but we're probably not gonna release it under our names you know we might want to yeah. do more with it but let's see it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting Chris is also a co-writer for my album so Chris uh, Seven Thiers and me we write together for my new album. Basically, we write over Zoom. We have like never met in person, um, and yeah, it, it, it works. Work. Yeah, it completely works. You know,
1: completely. I mean, I mean, how much do you ever think has new technology and social media? I mean, obviously, I mean, I can guess a kind of the answer, but how much of an influence do you do you think that it has on you? as a musician now in this day and age
0: oh well you know first uh to the social media thing i think it's such a deep topic um which i personally don't like really because i don't really like social media if i'm honest yeah um, i have someone doing this for me so most of the time just because oh uh, it's quite intense you know and um yeah so i'll leave it there with the technology with the technology i think you know in the beginning of lockdown when everybody i mean even my university went online i was like oh this is crap this is not good like how should yeah. how are yeah. we supposed to do music you know this it, i was kind of influenced as well by other people saying this stuff but after a while i started i started to realize very quickly that social media or the possibility to write over Zoom
2: yeah. is
0: here and it fucking works. So I did also, for example, one song I wrote, Good Old Times, is we play this song sometimes live. I went on the Instagram live yeah, and I said to the people, guys, it was lockdown. No, everybody's at home. What should we do? Let's write a song together. So I quickly wrote some chords i didn't prepare anything i was even like what's going on with myself you know that i'm trying to do this but there were friends people from switzerland london they were coming in into the life and they gave some parts ideas just you know a friend of mine he was drinking a red wine shiraz and he's like i'm drinking shiraz fresh bottle of shiraz is now my my lyrics and someone is like someone my best friend from back in switzerland she said Uh, we were we were talking about the good old times you know and i used that into the song and we all together wrote a song together over instagram live and i'm like wow (laughs) you know but it was only possible because everybody was at home so if i probably would do this now again uh, people are investigated in their lives and in their social lives so much that they probably wouldn't be able to actually um uh, join a live session and you know i think people jo- like people enjoy more going to live gigs and being actually there still it was very interesting to find out what's happening you know it was interesting to see it happened and it, it worked as well for a year too, to do everything online but um yeah I, i'm gonna appreciate p- meeting people in person
1: still definitely i mean um i i myself managed to go to a few live gigs and it was just like oh my god i couldn't believe how much i missed it how much just being there seeing the artist that you like who only just lived in the space between your ears because that's all that you listened to during lockdown was turned to me was I listen to them on vinyl and everything like that, but to see them live just, you know, it blows you away because you get that connection, the artist yeah. gets that connection, there's a flow of energy as well. Um, what would you say are your influences now, Your the, the, the artists that inspire you now? Um, definitely uh,
0: Kali Bido because I grew up basically with her, listening to her uh, through my parents. And yeah, also, you know, often now I'm finding out that actually not being English, like becoming a part of the English uh, industry is kind of difficult, but I'm looking at Kali Widow very much because she's Australian. And um, yeah, so Kali Widow, ABBA, certainly i mean as, again because they're swedish in the how they came into the pop scene and everything and uh, secret very uh or point at the moment yeah this bubblegum pop <laughs> i love it it's great yeah so i think these these three women slash bands yeah
1: so what else is on your play playlist what was the music that you have not feel guilty about, but, but but you enjoy, but people would be so surprised that's on your um, play playlist?
0: Oh, uh, it's very difficult because I'm literally, um, I used to listen to everything, even, um, yeah, but unfortunately, when you write so much music yourself, you sometimes don't listen much to other stuff. You know that you are almost like okay now the only thing i sometimes do I, I listen back to one song i wrote i'm like okay cool i love it so much at that but i need to like have so kind of a listening break but if i listen to stuff that you might be kind of um surprised maybe not i mean you know I started jazz piano. I started playing when I was four years old, so
2: wow uh,
0: class- classical piano. I saw a classical piano, and then I started jazz piano with fourteen fifteen so obviously chopin Frederick Chopin is one of my uh, main composers. I mean, I appreciate him. I was even up like in front of his grave. can you imagine in Paris wow yeah yeah that much craziness is in me and um in terms of um uh, jazz you know i did study jazz because i've got my risk inflamed because i did study too much classical piano um, and then i needed to learn go a step back and learn less difficult songs and so rather than learning less difficult songs in classical music because my level was so high anyway i started to tried to learn a different, different genre which was jazz and i learned to read chords and you know because for, before i was reading classical sheet music and then i started learning uh reading chords and reading arrangements and stuff and playing in the jazz band and stuff in switzerland but after um, after these three years at at the university in switzerland i decided this is not quite what I want to do because I need to investigate more time in my, my own music because I like playing jazz piano. I love it to listen to it, but there are so many people who have played it before me. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, cool. I can improvise over my part, but it's just for me not enough because I I think my strength is in writing my own arrangements and writing my own music. And that's why then I decided to go to London. But listening, really, I listen to every kind of music, you know, There's maybe maybe heavy metal I would not listen to because I find it quite <laughs> aggressive and I'm not quite an aggressive person. So everything apart from that, I'm happy to listen to.
1: Well, I mean, Switzerland's is quite, quite famous for the Montmartre Jazz Festival as well, right? Yes. So, um, have you have you ever been when when you were during your jazz phase?
0: no I, unfortunately not because it just it happened that um i think i was just getting into jazz like myself that i was not paying too much attention to it to to go to mantra um, especially also when i was playing in this jazz band i was more getting pressured instead of enjoying jazz music yeah and it's always down to the same if the teachers you know making it a hard time it's not gonna be fun no and music is about enjoying and fun because everything else no and that that's why then you know all my skills and piano and stuff i think i had the biggest piano skills when i was playing classical music around 12 13 years old you know um and then Obviously now it helps me a lot to write my own music as well. Yeah. Because yeah, I can I could tell I could yeah, I can play the piano pretty well.
1: <laughs> so when you were going down this musical path, um and you told your parents I want to be a musician, what did they say?
0: You know, funny enough, <laughs> um apparently I can't remember this, obviously, like when I was 10 years old, I gave my mom a sheet of, like, my life plan. Okay.
1: okay. Wow, I'm impressed.
0: Yeah, I I uh, I can't remember this, but my mom keeps telling about it and she has this still at home. So I came and said to her, I'm going to have, I'm going to be playing music. I'm going to have um, many dogs. And cats because I love dogs and cats. I mean, I love them so much. And I will have a big house, and I will have my own puppies, and I don't know everything. With ten, with ten years old, yeah, it was written down. But, but uh, they were always very supportive. Always, yeah.
1: So um, what what what's in your next uh, ten year plan? Well, what what, what, what what is it going to be? World dom domination. Is is, is there is the a world enough for you? You're going to expand more than the world?
0: <laughs> you know, 10 years is quite a big range to say because, as we said, like with COVID and stuff, yeah. we can't really tell. But I mean, in the next two to three years, I see myself, um, I see myself had like playing all big festivals around the world. Yeah. And make it, yeah making my money out of my own music and yeah i'm going to be the next upcoming star
1: excellent well thank you alicia thank you for coming on to the show it's just been amazing to talk to you and find out more about you and your music
0: thank you so much it's been amazing to talk to you and if you have any questions so just message me on instagram <laughs>